Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I'm Bohr here. Follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. In five minutes, our buddy Indy Jeff Seeley is going to join the program, who he likes this week at the St. Jude and the Barracuda as well. That's in about five. Uh, what do you have? What are you seeing right now in the NFL? Well, I thought this was interesting that Mike Florio wrote about this pro football talk. Panthers are quietly keeping an eye on Deshaun Watson. Florio writes the Texans want to trade Watson. For now, they haven't gotten any offer that they're willing to accept. The number of teams remains unclear. Eagles are interested. Carolina's interested. And the owner is committed to find a long-term franchise quarterback, even though they traded for Darnold and picked up his 2022 option. Mm. For the Texans, the question becomes whether they'd be willing to simply do the best deal they can and be done with it. The GM is concerned, as one source said, about making a trade that will look in hindsight like he's been fleeced. But with $45 million in salary over the next couple of years, they are saying, some are saying, well, whatever you can get for him, let's just move on and be done with it. Also with the legal oh, problems whatever. as well. They're yeah. telling him whatever yeah. you can get for him. Wow. Well, that's going to change quickly then because they simply wanted, like uh, recently, I guess, they wanted three first-round picks, among other things, thrown in. And then a couple guys who can play, like to start by proven players. Right. Florio also says, in light of what's happened in the last week, maybe you make a call to the Vikings. I mean, poor Zimmer. He can't, he can't, can't mm. believe it. He threw it out there, too. But that's the that, But that hasn't gone away. The Carolina stuff was there immediately when, How before do you all not, the, uh, the, the civil suits, whatever. They, they should have the phone 24-7 on hold with the Broncos. 
I, I know, but that's... I, they, I just saw Peter King was... Uh, I am at an airport. Go ahead, tweet me. I got some time. Right. And he was asked about where does Rodgers play next year. He says, my guess is Denver. I don't know. I, well, maybe they'll see how Teddy and try with Locke again and see how Teddy does. I, I, you know, I mean, you're also taking a very big chance there that Rodgers will actually leave Green Bay. Like, that's not, it's not a foregone yeah, conclusion yeah, yeah. that he's out of there, right? What if they win the Super Bowl this year? He's going to say, all right, that was all I had to do. See you later. Give me to Denver. That probably won't happen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, would, I would absolutely be open to anything involving Deshaun Watson. And by the way, at some point, if this guy's now saying you got to get what you can... The, well, some, the, some the are saying that, here? right, but that's right. I know, I know. No, yeah, that's a good but point the, you made. The you got to get point? on the same page. Yeah. You can't have some people say, you know, let's just move on. All that money and then the headache. and the, Well, you wouldn't, yeah. even, you wouldn't even pick up the phone for a couple months. I know, I know. Wouldn't even consider it. He's our quarterback. We're not moving on. Okay. I'd love to see him in Carolina. Love to see him in Denver. Oh, I'd love to see him in Denver. Would that, that would be, I mean, my God. You want to talk about a sleeping giant. Watch what he would do with their weapons. Watch what he uh-huh. would do, mm-hmm. right? You give him Judy, Fant, Sutton, the running back backs they have. Tall oh, man. He put up about 4,800 yards last year in the Houston offense. The top, he's like a top three quarterback in the NFL. He's that good. So, uh, it's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Indy, Jeff Seeley is going to join the program coming up next. A couple of golf tournaments to, to bet on this week in the Barracuda and the St. Jude. I wonder if he's going to be fading Xander Schauffele in matchups. The guy just won gold in Tokyo on Saturday. Now he's in Memphis? Come on. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The New York Mets are in first place of the National League East, but they have dropped three straight in seven of ten. They are the dollar seventy favorite to win the East Division. Philadelphia three to one, Atlanta plus three fifty. The Mets a dollar sixty favorite today at the Miami Marlins. Philadelphia and Washington both minus one oh five at Nationals Park. Nine under there. The Cardinals today a dollar eight dog at home against the Atlanta Braves. Indianapolis Colts three-time All-Pro guard Quentin Nelson out five to twelve weeks after foot surgery. The same type of foot surgery to repair the same injury suffered by quarterback Carson Wentz. Colts over under win total nine and a half. The VSN College Football Betting Guide is here and it's packed with information to give you an edge for the season. More than 100 pages of expert analysis, including conference championship predictions, win totals, playoff picks, and power ratings for every team. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe and get vcin all access, everything we have to offer this football season. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Welcome in. Follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Indy Jeff Seeley joins the program. Now we'll try to get you some winners in the golf world this week. Uh, Jeff, as always, thanks for the time. Before we get some of your best bets that we have coming up this weekend, uh, obviously your nickname is Indy, so you, you, people know where you live. Um, you're a Colts guy. Uh, this is all of a sudden kind of getting out of control, huh? What's the overall game plan here? I mean, people are speculating, well, they can go make another trade. Chris Morrison quickly shot that down. Do you think Phillip Rivers could be in play? How do they move forward here with not only the injury to Carson Wentz, but also the offensive line? 
it's devastating. I mean, it's absolutely devastating. It's one thing to have Wentz go down, right? That's bad enough. But then you have Quentin go down right behind him. Same injury, same timetable. I mean, it's, it's insane. I guess the only thing that I'm, you know, maybe holding out hope for now is that they can get healthy by, I don't know, Thanksgiving, right? And maybe make a run in the last six games of the season or something. But, I mean, what kind of football shape are those guys going to be in? I mean, it, it's just, it's devastating. And, you know, I, I just saw some talk on, on Rivers saying he wouldn't rule out coming back again. But, yep. I mean, Rivers is, Rivers is a corpse right now. I mean, <laughs> I would definitely, I would, I would rather take my chances with any of the young guys, right, than Rivers right now. Because, I mean, you, you, you know what you, at least you know what you, you know what you got in Rivers, and it's not good. I'll take a healthy, strong, mobile guy who can throw the ball down the field than a statue who, you know, has a noodle for an arm right now. Yeah, he's a better, probably a better game manager and won't make us, I say won't make as many mistakes. Hell, Rivers made plenty of terrible throws last year that were questionable. So, um, you know, I, I'm at the point where I think we just roll out the young guys, see what we got. I mean, we've got, we still have a strong offensive line minus our best player, obviously. Um, huh. we, we have great running backs. I think we try to run the ball and, you know, you try to grind out a couple low-scoring wins. I was talking, did a did a pod with Jeff Sherman last night, and he was saying how they've already lowered their total on the Colts' first game down six points just because they think they're going to try to grind out the game. And I totally agree. I think that's how you try to. Uh, that's how they're going to have to try to win. They have a good defense. They have a good running game. They're going to have to hope for the best until they can, um, until they can right the ship. Hopefully, you know, around Thanksgiving. You know, it's an interesting discussion. You, you, you mentioned what Rivers said yesterday. And he actually had a good year last year. I was surprised. Reich's a good coach, but they had Buffalo beat on the road in the playoffs. Of course they did. They had that. They, they blew that game. But but the other thing, the killer is Jeff. You can't really make a trade because of the timetable. Because oh, yeah. with Wentz out five to twelve, so you mentioned if you get a mobile quarterback with a good arm, with those first five games, if you don't have Wentz and Nelson, and and they miss the first five games, what's realistic with Eason? One and four. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably you're you're hoping for maybe two and three, right? I mean, so that's you know you you realize now it's a it's a seventeen game season. I think like if they can have five wins by say by say Thanksgiving, and then you know maybe grind out, you know get get hot, get lucky, and win five games late in the season. I mean, ten and seven is probably max, right? Realistically, you're probably more. It's probably more like an eight win team now. That makes some sense. By the way, you're a big fantasy guy, more into DFS, I think, than season-long stuff. But are you, like, it's going to depend on price, obviously. Jonathan Taylor's still going to have a high tag on him, obviously, for the first five games. But would you be willing to look elsewhere now because of the offensive line issues? Or do you think there might be some value because they might lower his number? Well, it's interesting now. I'm I'm doing a lot of drafts, um, like best ball drafts. Yeah. Long drafts now. And it's really interesting to see where, like, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley are going around the same spot in a lot of drafts, and and I I mean I think one is one is in more injury risk, right? The other is obviously offensive line and passing game risk. Yep. I think you know Taylor. Sure, he's gonna he's gonna drop. You know, early early on in best ball drafts, I was seeing Taylor go as high as the fifth back. Now you know, or fifth overall. Now he's you know twelfth through fourteenth in a lot of drafts. So I think that. Um, I, I'm at the I'm at the point now where the the tide has probably turned so much that I I would be willing to take out uh, you know he's 14th in my in a league or something sure I'll take him with the 14th pick. Yep. Okay, let's get into the golf tournaments that we have coming up this week in the St. Jude in Memphis. Let me let me start with this. 
Um, this is this is a very it might be a lazy narrative. I think it's gonna be a common talking point this week. Are you looking to fade Xander Schauffele when you know after winning gold in Tokyo? Hell, now he had to fly halfway across the globe to get to Memphis this week. Well, Mitch, it's interesting. A third of the field was in the Olympics last week. So that I many mean, people? Mm. Yeah, a third wow. of the field. Okay. So keep keep in mind there was no cut last week either, right? So everybody played all four rounds last week, and and so then you got to look at it and say, okay. Well, who were guys maybe who played in the Open Championship, then flew back to the States for like the 3M or something, then flew to Tokyo, and now we're here, like Patrick Reed, for example. Like, I'm not playing Patrick Reed, and I'm a Patrick Reed guy. I'm not playing Patrick Reed this week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's certainly something I'm, I'm taking into consideration. But, you know, if I got a matchup, Xander against Morikawa, I mean, I'm not, they both played, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not going to factor that so much into my – my handicapping, but no, you you know, look at the guys I'm playing this week. I mean, I'm not playing, I'm not putting any anything decent on any of the guys who did play in the Olympics last week. Because you're right, I think there's got to be some, um, some you know, mm. I don't know, lag factor there, some sort of something that you, you it's going to be hard to be 100. percent So yeah, I'm 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 staying away. Now, I mean, in the right matchup, in the right situation, sure. And if the in the live markets, if the price is right. I'll fire some of those guys, but in the outrights early, I'm passing them a lot of those guys. Follow Money, Paulie, and Mitch Vies in the Sports Betting Network. Indy Jeff Seeley, our guest at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Check out the podcast. Jeff Sherman from the Westgate is a part of it. Tell us about the cor- uh, course. Yeah, so I did uh, So TPC Southwind, right? It's a 7,200-yard par 70 down in Memphis. Uh, it's a fairly tough track, narrow fairways, difficult rough, small greens. I don't expect to see many rounds lower than 66 this week. Um, I expect the winning score to be somewhere around 10 to 13. We've seen a lot of times. You guys hear me say all the time about courses where we see tons of holes with, with um, birdie and more than 20% birdie rates. There's only one par four with a better than a 20% birdie rate here, and the, the two par fives you have to score on. So par five scoring is huge. Driving accuracy, I, I approach more than anything. Um, but, you know, par five scoring is certainly something that I weighed a little higher this week than I usually do. And, you know, who's number one in the field in par five scoring? The first guy I bet this week is Louis Ustazen. Yep. Um, he's, he's number one in my model, 20 to one. The price is right. I mean, we know he never wins. He's literally never won in the U.S. So, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this bet realizing that down the stretch on Sunday, I may have to hedge against his opponent who's, who he's, <laughs> or hedge on his opponent who he's facing down the stretch, but 20 to one. It's a good price on a guy who's just been playing unbelievable golf. You know what's strange, Jeff, about uh, Louie is that I think people would say, well, okay, he's always going to be that second-place guy, right? What does he have, four second-place finishes already like this summer, I believe, in that territory yeah. anyway? But I would actually, you know, how mentally strong can he be at this point for never winning? I would actually look at it on the flip side. Like, he hasn't fallen apart yet to the point of where he really drops off to, like, he's missing top 20s, he's missing cuts. The fact that he still contends like almost every single time he's in a tournament and finishes second tells me, you know, a lot about that guy. Well, and some of it is too, right? I mean, some of it you just realize it's just bad luck. Sure. Because, you know, you're like, how many, listen, I I, I think there's something too, like, uh, there's a little more to like a Tony Finau narrative because Tony Finau just can't putt, right? Right. He, he, I've seen, like, we watched him against Max Homa or Riviera earlier this year. Tony Finau just choked. I mean, I think that it's not so much Louis chokes. He just gets lucky at an unlucky bounce here and there, or somebody else 
just frankly plays better down the stretch. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And, and it's like the guy can't win. He, he wins in Europe. He can win. Um, he's just been on, he's a little snake bit in the States. But, man, again, 20 to 1 for a guy who's playing. I mean, you could argue he's, he is playing the best of anybody on tour right now. So it's just a phenomenal price on a really good player. Okay, some of the other. And, this again, this field is loaded. Uh, yeah. You have a lot of yeah. great players at the top. Morikawa, Shawflay, Spieth, Thomas, DJ, among you know many others who are big-name golfers in this field. Uh, who amongst them do you actually like in that, I don't know, you know, 13 to 25 to 1 range? Yeah, so, I mean, so obviously, um, I, I, Kepka's my favorite. We all know this guy I always play. I can't play him at this price in this field right now. Um, his, his track record here is amazing. I just know that Kepka probably has not picked up a club since the Open Championship, right? That's probably a very safe bet. Uh-huh. And so I, I think we'll probably get a less than stellar round from Kepka at some point in this tournament, hopefully not on Sunday, like, like, like we've seen a lot of lately. Um, so if we get a round from Kepka, you know, on Thursday where he shoots even par uh, and somebody else goes out and goes, you know, four under, five under, then I'm going to look to play Kepka live. If I can find Kepka, you know, 1,500 or better live, I'm going to look to play Kepka then. But I'm not going to play him at this price in this field. And then another guy who's just a pure price play is DJ. I mean, how often do you see, what else do you saw DJ at 20 to 1? Mm. I mean, he's, yeah, so he's yeah. not in great form, but he has amazing course history here. And, I mean, a 20-1 to 1 for a guy of that talent level, he prices the number six player in the field. I know it's a strong field, but DJ last year looked like an absolute world beater, um, and maybe he finds it this course this week, 20-1. to 1. It's just, uh, as, we, as they said on the Golf Digest pod I was on the other day, you buy the dip, and this is definitely a buy the dip on, on DJ. Okay, very good. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seeley. Our guest talking about the St. Jude golf tournament this weekend starts tomorrow in Memphis. So because there are so many big names involved, that's going to create some massive odds on some uh, long bomb plays that are available. Who do you have your eye on in the you know hundred to one range or more? So yeah, I um, was, was talking to Jeff Sherman. He talked me into Ryan Palmer a little bit. Palmer has really strong long irons. Uh, his putter heats up. We know he can contend. Um, we don't have to look back any further than January when. He had a second and a fourth within two weeks of each other. So when his putter gets rolling, Ryan Palmer, again, 130 to 1. He's another guy you might look at in the top 20 market as well, but uh, really interesting play there. Max Homa, we just talked about him against Tony Fina at Riviera. That was an, a very, very tough field, and Homa came out on top. Um, he, he comes in fifth in the field in par four scoring from our key range. His par five scoring has been good. His wedges have been solid. So if he can put it all together for four days, 150 to 1 or so on Max Homa, solid bomb play. And here we go, guys. <laughs> 500 to 1, Jim Hermit. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing here. You have to be accurate, more so than length. And Jim Herman is number one in the field in fairways games. He's wow. sixth in the field in wedge play. He's top 25 in par four scoring. And best of all, he's usually a terrible putter, guys. He's game stroke putting in five straight. How about this? He's plus 900 top 20. Wow, okay. So, Jim Herman, I, I mean, I'm playing him first-round leader. I'm playing him top 20. I'm playing him top 10. And I even made a bet. I put 100 bucks on him. 100 bucks on him at 500 to 1 uh, to win this tournament. So, that'll be a, it'll be a nice new vehicle 
if uh, Jim Hermit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a, uh, he's a, listen, he's a great, he's a great bomb play. So I like, uh, I like Jim Herman and then matchup wise guys. I, I, you know, it's interesting now it's getting harder and harder to find a lot of common matchups. Um, and again, Jeff Sherman was talking about this last night. The thing that books like about matchups is they can really put up whatever. And if you've got your power ratings, you can do whatever you want. So, um, key guys, I'm looking to fade in matchups this week. I'm going to fade Patrick Reed, as I mentioned. I'm going to be looking to fade Bryson in matchups, and I'm going to be looking to fade Phil. So those are the three guys. We see matchups. You can get a plus okay. price for even money price on a, on, a, on a comparable golfer. I'd be looking to fade those guys. By the way, as a reminder, Herman won last year on the tour during the pandemic, and he was like 1,100 to 1 in that neighborhood here at Circa. Who do you like this week at the Barracuda? That's Barracuda, obviously, is being played not too far from you guys in, in, uh, in Reno. And, and this is a, an interesting tournament because it's a stable for format. So it's not your traditional scoring. It, it's much more like drafting scoring, quite frankly. It rewards birdies and, and really doesn't, doesn't um, penalize bogeys nearly as much. So you get a guy who goes out and makes nine birdies and nine bogeys versus a guy who makes 18 pars. The guy who made 18 pars is way behind. So you want birdie makers here. So I like Mito Pereira, who's 18-1. to 1. Um, He also played in the Olympics, made a good run in the Olympics. Okay. Um, but he is just a real birdie maker. I like Mito in this field at that price. Um, Brendan Grace is a perennial grinder. Uh, he's played well here in the past before he had to withdraw with COVID. So um, Brendan Grace, 16-1, to 1, is live. Taylor Pendrith is, is a guy who can make birdies, 35-1. to 1. And Wyndham Clark, another guy who can make a lot of birdies. He's 100 to 1, long shot. Again, not a super strong field, so it's worth looking at some long shots. Just look at guys who can make birdies, and if they're making birdies, they're worth a flyer. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Cutmaker Jeff and uh, subscribe, listen to the podcast. It is the Cutmaker Podcast. Uh, your normal co host is on vacation, Tim Simons. Uh, so you did it with Jeff Sherman last night from the Westgate. How'd it go? It was great. I mean, it's, it's amazing talking to Jeff because there are a few people. Who can, you can talk to that can just instantly come out with a price. Every single golfer, I'm like, I'll be golfer A gets ball golfer B. Oh, he goes, oh, the price is so and so. And he would take a bet on it tomorrow, right? Like, I mean, I've got some, I make up some, some prices in my mind. I kind of know power rating wise, but I, I can't do it nearly as well as he can. So it was a ton of fun. And he's obviously not a DFS guy, but I was going through. And for those who play DFS, I was looking at guys who were two or three guys next to each other. And I was just saying, okay, if you were doing a matchup, how would you price this? And we, we kind of went through that way. So we almost de facto built some DraftKings lineups, and it was a ton of fun. I'm, I'm hoping to do it with Jeff again at some point because um, he's, he's as good as it gets golf odds-wise. And uh, it, it's definitely worth listening to. If you haven't listened to our pod, check it out this week because that more than ever is a good one. Very cool, pal. Good luck this week. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, folks. Yeah, there you go. Jeff Seeley. Uh, up next, we'll get into a little uh, NBA. The Lakers have the second shortest shot, uh, shortest odds on the board to win the NBA title next year. Are they the second best team after yesterday's signings?
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Welcome back from the OddsTrader.com studio, Circle Resort and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Live in-game odds and stats, in-game tracking tools, real-time bet tracking, compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses. All that is yours. OddsTrader.com. So right now in the NBA, the future market, as a free agency started on Monday, the Lakers are the second shortest shot on the board behind the Nets. Nets have to be the highest power-rated team. They have so much firepower that they are the best team overall. The Lakers now after yesterday, here's a look at their depth chart <laughs> at point guard. Westbrook and Nunn. Can I, can I jump in real quick? Huh? So we already saw a monster bet in town on the Lakers, and then they went out. That was after the Westbrook trade. It was. Now they made a bunch of other moves yeah. and got Nunn and Mello. I think they got, they got way better after yes, yesterday. I, yes, I right? agree. At shooting yeah. guard, Ellington, Monk, THT, small forward. THT. Well, maybe Arisa's got something left too. I mean, I know it's all these guys sure. are in their mid mid thirties, most of them. But but still, yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, Mel- Mello played well last year for the Blazers, 
right? He can give them yeah. a spark off the bench to, you know, score some points. Now, at center, there's going to be a problem, Gasol and Howard, but, you know, they're going to have to convince Anthony Davis to play the five at some points this year. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, he can't just go out there and play, you know, a shooting guard in a, you know, seven-foot body or 6'11 body. That's not going to be... You're going to have to play the five a little bit because Gasol and Howard are pretty close to the end. But overall, you, you got to like the depth quite a bit. I, again, I said this earlier. I thought, you know, we make fun of contracts all the time. Um, you know, Jared Allen, five years, $100 million. Don't blame the player. Good for him. The team, you gave him $100 mil- For the Lakers to sign Malik Monk to a minimum contract, he's 23 years old. He's gotten better every single year. Now we're talking. That's the kind of contract I'm fully on board with. I think that was a terrific signing by the Lakers. So overall, are they the second best team in the NBA? I would yep. say yes, they are. Yes. And this was a it was a strange NBA season. Yes, you want to give, you know, the, the Suns were a great story, winning the division, but it, it almost the sixty to one cashed. Do they lose to the Lakers in the first round if AD stays healthy? Probably. The, the answer is yes. I mean, yeah, they're down two one in that yeah. series. L- Lakers okay. were minus nine dollars to win the series. Yeah, and the other thing too with the Bucks. I mean, the, the the Bucks were down fifty in game two against the Nets. Yeah. Down fifty without Harden. And then Kyrie goes down. So the Nets were going to lose to Milwaukee. And then what, what happens? And then Philly blows it. But but Phoenix was a great story. But how many breaks? I mean, my God. You didn't have You play Denver. You didn't have Murray. You play uh, the Clippers. Kawhi goes down. Sure. Davis goes down in the first round against the Lakers. But I would, I would rank them like the books have it. The Nets... And then the Lakers. Yep. But out here, because of all the Laker money, you're seeing three to as low as three to one at William Hill. Well, you're not going to get a bargain on that team anytime no. soon, uh, ever. Basically, here in this town, that's for sure. Uh, the Jazz will be good again next year, but are they better than the Lakers? I'd say no. Uh, Kawhi's injury. I mean, what is he out until maybe April of next year? Uh, that's huge. And by the way, he hasn't even resigned yet. So, um, but the Clippers will not be as good as the Lakers next year. The West is going to be very good. Like, the Warriors are going to be, if they stay healthy, the Warriors will be... That'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. it will be. Uh-huh. Like, they're going to be a total factor next year in the West. And by the way, to your point on the Bucks, and you said it there with the 76ers, like, and the Hawks were game, obviously, against the Bucks. But if the Hawks don't beat the 76ers, yeah. what kind of series do we have with Milwaukee and Philadelphia? Maybe Philly beats them. And now Philly, I mean, who knows what to expect from that team next year, but... They could be changing things up quite a bit by change, but you know what? They also might improve if they can unload Simmons and get some decent players in return. And the same thing, they want to trade Tobias Harris. Um, Embiid had a career year last year, but you know the story with him. He's going to play great, but he's going to miss a bunch of games in the regular season. And they had it. They had it set up this year. They were the one seed. They they had, boy oh boy that Hawks series was so weird. How do you blow a twenty four point game like that? But and what happened the game before? You're up 17 in the second half. I know it. I know it. And up 24 late in the third quarter. You, Doc you, Rivers. Yep. Do you think Lillard stays with Portland? I don't know. I'm seeing people make the case yes. again. Come on, New York. you got to make it happen. It's, what are the Knicks going to do, though? Yeah, yeah. What are they going to do? Again, they don't have an offer that would abs- that would possibly make sense for the Blazers. We'll give you Julius Randle and Barrett. Okay, great. But the Knicks would not do that. What would be the point? They'd have to offer them. This would have to be the Paul George deal and then some. Right, where you're going to have to get seven or eight picks, whatever it would be, and then give them one of your proven players that you have. And the next, why would they do that? A lot to give up. Mm-hmm. So it's followed the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, um, 
This happens every single year in the NFL. Believe it or not, a team goes from first to worst in their division. It happened last year twice. We'll kick around the odds on that happening again this year coming up next. So don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available in PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. To play. Hi, Polly. Believe it or not, you know, we always talk about worst to first in the NFL, which we will do in the upcoming days and weeks before the season starts. But people sleep on this. Uh, Teams to go first to worst in their division happens almost every single year in the NFL. Happened twice last year. Happened with the Eagles. Yep. And great job, DraftKings, too, putting up all the different spots. Yeah, so yeah, this is great. Here's the deal: if you're looking, we found these uh, the odds that you're going to hear about here in the segment at DraftKings, but you're not going to find it on their app called Worst to First or First to Worst. It's going to be the slotted spots, the finishes in each division. So, for example, first to worst candidates, they're offering the Chiefs in the AFC West to finish in fourth place at 35 to one. Remember last summer when we did this? They were 175 to one to finish in fourth place. And we were talking, you know, kicking around, well, if Mahomes goes down with an injury in week one, in preseason, whatever, that's going to be, that's your case right there. That could happen. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, but that's, or COVID. But this is, this is what this last year, but this is what two or three of these are. It's just one injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, are the, something would have to happen to Mahomes. Something would have to happen to Rodgers. But I will say this, the other big one with the price, it could it could go sideways in Buffalo. Could be. But I'll, still, even with the infighting and going back and forth on social media is one thing. Allen would have to regress and take a big step back. He was awesome last year. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, the Jets were a dumpster fire. It, it, really, it's hard to envision Buffalo falling down that far after how good they were last year and almost going to the Super Bowl. But again, they would need, I mean, e- even if Josh Allen regresses in a major way. He's not going to completely yeah. fall off the cliff to the point of where they're going to finish behind the Jets in that division, right? Yeah, right. It would probably take an injury to him very early on in the season. But McDermott is one of the best coaches in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they do have a lot of weapons to throw the ball to. We'll see what their running game is going to look like this year. But last year, it really didn't even matter. I mean, to be honest, I mean, they just went out there and threw the ball every single down. And the defense will be fine this season. Like, it would take... Something like that to happen. Um, well, look what the two the two that happened last year. Philly, horrible quarterback play, bad offensive line, 
but a quarterback who was awful, and the wheels came off, and they were the, the big ticket there. And then the 49ers. I mean, oh. you just couldn't do It's like India. You just can't catch a break. I know. Every day you look up, another guy's hurt. Yep. And that's the thing that got the 49ers. The one, and they're the favorite, the, the lowest price at plus 250 would be Seattle. I mean, how many times can you pull a game out of your ass? Two years of this now. Two or three years Every of this. Every close game, they, they find a way to get the win and the, the they make a play in the fourth quarter, yep. and they seemingly win all these close games. You think that's got to stop? Did they win their division by two games last year? I think they won 12, and the Rams won 10. And before the season last year, people were saying, this is not going to continue with Seattle. Like, going to the to the East Coast and to the Midwest, flying you know a zillion miles and playing these early starts are going to catch up to them. They're not going to win all these close games, and they did it again. So what you just said... But at some point, that does have to catch up with them. You, I mean, they're not going to pull out every game 31-30. That, can't, can, that cannot continue to happen. Um, so you're right. And by the way, I don't like, I've changed my tune over the years on the coaching staff. I can't stand what they've done out here, you know, uh, offensively. I should say up in the Pacific Northwest with the, you know, the let Russ Cook narrative last year, which they did. And he had 28 touchdowns in the first half of the season. Oh, and Carroll t- with the 1985 football. Can't stand it. Established a run. Absolutely hate and it. Okay, come on. And they want to do it again this year. They want to maybe not allow Russ to throw as often as they did earlier on in the season when he was playing at that MVP level. And they want to go back to Carson and others running the football, which is just mind-boggling to me. So I could see that one happening. Can you make a case for the Saints? Won their division last year. Lost a lot of guys overall. Winston probably going to be the, well, it's either Winston or Hill. No, can't do it. Peyton's yeah. too good. Nope, Peyton's too good. And they just they because what would it take? Are they going to are they going to win five games to drop to the bottom? If not, that means that the Falcons and the Panthers probably have to win around eight games each. Then the Saints could finish in last place, winning seven. I, well, guess. I mentioned it the other day. I even forgot Hill. I mean, it doesn't matter. Hill, Bridgewater. You, you throw Winston in there. Breeze goes down. It doesn't matter. They're still winning games. And he'll, he'll just find a different way to do it offensively and get it done. But right. to answer your question, it would be they put Winston in there, and it's the guy we saw a couple of years ago throwing 30 interceptions. Yeah, yeah. And the defense can't get stops. And somehow and, and Atlanta turns out to be halfway decent. So I think what the key is here is you need to find teams playing a division where the bottom is not just rock bottom. You know, we haven't even brought up the South because odds are not even up in the AFC South yet. But we're talking about the Texans and maybe Jacksonville at the bottom. But a team here that you could maybe see doing it again would be Washington, right? In that division, um, again, uh, won it last year with seven games. Here's the thing. I, 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 love I, don't, I don't agree. I don't agree because I love Rivera. And they look what they did last year. I mean, there's another guy who just, who's the quarterback this week? Oh, okay. I know the division was lousy, but it right. goes back to I, I don't have any confidence in the Giants. I mean, it's been two years of people, uh, Giants over, Giants over, and I got, no. I'm not a Jones fan. Because the Washington schedule is so brutal, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that I could see them. You know, Fitzpatrick could go one of two ways. He could be, you know what you're going to get with this guy. He's going to look brilliant in some weeks. In other games, he's going to throw yeah. four INTs. So I could see this team winning six games this year as the floor. And then every other team in that division winning, you know, maybe the Eagles win six, but they win the tiebreaker. And the Giants win seven, the Cowboys win nine, and there you go. That's a, that's a first to worst. And the other one would be the Steelers, who won their division a year ago. But are they going to fall so low that they would finish below the Bengals? I guess it's possible, but That's man. an injury. And then they'd have to be an injury. To Ben? Yes. Yes. Because yeah, we, we know what's, what's yeah. behind him there, a quarterback. 
Although I don't have a lot. I don't love Ben at this point. I don't know how anybody can. Yeah, Case, and again, our guest, Tim, Ben's coming up in 20 minutes. Yeah. I guess they just don't click offensively. Uh, it's more the team that, that w- finished uh, one and four. And then the horrible performance in the first half and the playoff loss. I don't know. I yeah. just can't. But uh, see, I, I, I'm 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 in the minority. I'm not high on the Bengals like like uh, other people. I'm not. I'm gonna. So the teams at the very you know like Chiefs, Bills, Packers. I'm not get, getting a, a good enough number yeah. there. If I'm getting 100 to one on some of them, I might take. But I'm not taking 20, 25, 35 to one. Seahawks, like you said, I would throw the football team out there as well. But they're plus two fifty and plus four dollars. Up next today's Major League Baseball card. Uh, I was wrong. He did not open as a three thirty favorite. Uh, should he be higher than what he is? We'll talk about that coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.
like a VIP material. DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's amazing. I mean, that thing, the menu, so easy to use. I love it. New customers get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Promo code VEASAN to claim your exclusive offer. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. All right, so I'm in the penalty box, even though I, you know, I just pointed it out, but we couldn't get there yesterday with either Milwaukee or San Francisco as it was a 20-2 and combined run against their opponents. San Francisco is still 17-4 and against Arizona, the last 21. They took money again yesterday, as expected, but... You like them at Gossman? A dollar, it's a good price. Dollar seventy-five on the road. Let's see if the Giants bounce back because they only managed one run yesterday. Yeah, it's already moved ten cents. Yeah. He's up to a buck eighty-five. Gallon's pretty decent. I kind of like that guy. Have now for a couple of years, but I would expect the Giants to bounce back in that game today. Gossman, obviously one of the favorites to win the uh, National League Cy Young, yep. has had a terrific season. And at a day game, you you met you, your Brewer thing here too. I, they were ten and one. They won ten of eleven against Pittsburgh. I mean, it's 4 nothing in the 7th. They're cruising. They're going to win, cover the run line. Then they give up a 5 spot, and they lose the game in extras. So here's the deal with uh, Freddie Peralta. He's already 280 this morning against Pittsburgh. He's allowed three or fewer hits in six straight starts. Uh, Ian McDonald's been all over this. Loyal, Beeson, viewer. Uh, he was great against Pittsburgh in his last start, but they did get him for five runs in his previous two starts against them. Um, but laying that big of a number now, 280, overall, his numbers at the end of the year are going to look like mm-hmm. a Cy Young candidate. He's been phenomenal. And in fact, at some point, they might grow. If he finishes this strong to the playoffs, people might make, make the case that he's got to go number one in game number one in a series. I could actually buy into that if he finishes this strong. Um, let me point this out, Paulie. Yesterday alone, and back-to-back days now here, at least in baseball, but yesterday alone, the dogs that came in, Tigers, mm-hmm. Mariners, Padres, Astros, Diamondbacks, Pirates, Marlins, Twins. Some of them substantial dogs. Like we're seeing, now's that time of year where you start to see, you know, on a consistent basis every day, a 250 favorite, a $3 favorite, because we've had four months and teams are going into the tank mode and they stink and they're, whatever the case is. You're seeing that now more and more every single day. But look at all the dogs. That, some, of the, some of those dogs yesterday were huge dogs to come in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, for example, I go. I go, I, the, I do like the one dog I like today is the Mariners. Again, Gilbert, number one in ROI. Uh-huh. They're eleven and two in his starts. You're he up, hasn't you're, lost since May nineteenth. You're up over twelve units when he's on the mound. Strictly backing Gilbert. They're six and zero oh against Tampa. I, I don't see why Fleming's a dollar sixty. And then. The Angels look too easy. Otani goes. Allard? They, he's yeah. made 10 starts. They've lost nine of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did the Angels not win? And the run line with the White Sox? Hernandez has got an ERA of almost seven on the road. White Sox running away with this division. And I, I think they're going to crush the Royals again today. Almost but, a 20-cent move on that. Uh-huh. You could make a case for the Tigers, though, as a dog. Mize, top five ROI. Plus a dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. Red Sox have lost seven of ten. Mets have lost seven of ten. Mets have lost five of uh, five of six now. This is a problem. And there was a, a Carrasco makes his second start, but it's down to a game and a half over the Phillies. And don't look now, but the Braves are only two and a half out. 
I know. They're right there. Watch them end up winning this division anyway. Uh, after people are making the case, hey, they're going to get it corrected in you know April, May, June, and then Acuna goes down, and oh, here we go anyway. Uh, so here are Otani's numbers on the season on the mound. 3.04 with the ERA, the FIP 3.41, very good numbers, 11 and a quarter Ks per nine. The walks, you know, he was walking the ballpark in his first couple of months as a starter, down now to 4.05 because he's been so much better in recent starts. Doesn't allow a lot of home runs. Uh, kind of fortunate with the BABIP at around 260. But since, remember when he blew up at Yankee Stadium? That was at the end of uh, June. So he's had three starts since then. Only three. 20 innings, 13 hits, one walk, two run runs in 17 Ks. Guy's been absolute gold on the mound. Made the, uh, obviously, the all-star start in there as well. But he's kind of found his groove now. And people making the case that he's going to wear down. On the mound, he's gotten better. Um, so that move again is up to, and the Texas are just got awful anyway, but they're up to $1.65 this morning are the angels. And, uh, I'll point this out too, because we were, you know, having fun at the expense of Matt Harvey for a long time. Hell, a lot of people were, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's national fade Matt Harvey day. We said it many, many times. And then, you know, things can change. We recognize in his last start that he was actually a bet on and he cashed it. I think a plus one thirty uh, last week. Um, Got to tip your uh, cap to the guy. Last three starts for Matt Harvey. 18 and one-third innings pitched. An ERA of zero. Is not allowed an earned run. 2.28 with the FIP. 0.60 with the uh, whip. BABIP is sub-200 uh, and 11 Ks per walk for Matt Harvey. The guy has turned it around, and you're, you're catching... Now, again, he's taking on the Yankees today, and we saw them explode last night. That was against the lefty, though. And catching almost, what, 240 today as a dog? So And a complete turnaround for Castile. Another one. Who was, oh, was he bad to start the season. He was the worst pitcher ROI for a long time. I think they I think they lost 10 of his first 11 starts. It was something obscene. Uh, and he's almost a $2 favorite against the Twins. That actually did, move, they, that, they did move now. Yeah. They moved like 20 cents. Yeah, tough loss last night. They're now five behind the Padres there for the wild card. Uh, as they lost that one game to the Twins. And, and the night and day with the Rockies. Rockies clubbed the Cubs yesterday. Gray's $1.60. They're 14 games over 500 at home. And they got the worst record in baseball on the road in every stat imaginable. Sure. Record, slugging, OPS, every, every number. Last, yep. last, last. But they're a completely different team at home. And yesterday, Paul, we saw you know a couple of examples again on why betting first five is a better option a lot of times in the full game. The Reds are... You know, Exhibit A, the bullpen blew it for him yesterday in a bad way against the Twins. And the Brewers would say, hold my beer. Because Hauser had a no-no through six and one-third, yeah. staked him to a huge lead. The bullpen blows the entire thing. They give it up in the 10th, and they lose the game outright. But first five, they cruise along, look like they're going to have no problem. And, oh, hold on a second here. And as for Castillo, going back to May 29th, here's how good he's been. 12 starts we're talking about now, folks. 12. 2.06 with the ERA. The fifth, a little bit higher at 3.3. Uh, decent K numbers, 1.14 whip, and a little lucky with the Babbitt. But overall, the improvement here, again, as you said, he was the definition of fade material, material until the end of May. Since then, he's been really, really sharp. But again, if you go to war with him, something like this today, eh, take a peek at the first five. Highest price you've seen on Otani MVP is? My, uh, minus no. 750. Okay. I or do you see- mean before the season started? No, no. Right okay, now. right now. Yeah. I saw $9. Yeah. Oh, you saw $9 yeah. now. So is it, I mean, is there not enough time now? I mean, what would have to happen for him not to win the MVP? 
Well, he would have to, barring injury, he would have to completely fall apart, you know, not hit very many home runs again. He'd probably have to have, you know, a handful of really bad starts in here on the mound. And then I would say that Vlad yeah. would have to absolutely finish out a complete tear over the last eight weeks of the season, right? Where he'd have to make a run at the tri- Triple Crown. Even right now, the way it is, if Vladimir would win the Triple Crown and Otani does not fall off the cliff, Otani's winning the MVP. Mm-hmm. And it won't even be a debate. Here's another great discussion about hedging. There's a guy at William Hill, a better who has $1,000 on Otani to lead the league in home runs at 90-1. to 1. Okay. And then all, all those big bets all year on him to win the MVP. And I don't know if you told the story on air, but it was another great discussion about there was this, there's a, uh, there was an Italian restaurant in Las Vegas. And the wait staff pulled together a bunch of them, $2,000. And they put it on the Atlanta Hawks to win the conference, to win the East at 200 to 1. They found 200 to 1 to, to win, win the, the East? conference for $2,000. Wow. So you're talking about a group of guys, $400,000, life-changing money, and the kaleidoscope of emotions and just the roller coaster that series was, where you're thinking, okay, before the series, I think that, what were the bucks, two and change or something, whatever, two, 220, whatever. What, and then... The Hawks take game one. But then Milwaukee goes up two games to one, and then Trey Young gets hurt. And then it's just a huge price. I think they were uh, 1800 or something at one point. It was uh-huh. ridiculous. But then Freak gets hurt. Yeah. They, 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 then it's 2-2. And then before game five, Freak doesn't play. It's like a $1.20 series price. So here it's like, it's a great wild about you can't even hedge. You couldn't even do anything at, at a certain point. Right. And then it's like, oh, my God, I got out of this somehow. And it's only $1.20. And, and then how much, do, how much would you hedge? You know how many people how were involved in the ticket? I think it was four or five guys. Four or five guys. So the wait staff. I mean, that, that was a great dis- discussion. So about, they're gonna. Well, what would you do, and how much can you get your hands on, and, and what if you have done it before the series? What if you wanted to wait? Well, you couldn't do anything because Milwaukee was such a big favorite. And then whoops, they somehow blow Game Four, and Freak doesn't play, and then he, he's out for game. Got hurt in Game Four, doesn't play in Game Five. And all of a sudden, it's a dollar twenty series, two two. Right. So each guy would take home about a hundred thousand dollars. If four guys are on it, they're going to take home a hundred thousand dollars. Did you hear about the hedging situation? Did they get down 50, 100,000 combined? Mm. The Otani thing is interesting because yeah. uh, for the, to lead the league in home runs. Because it's right. It's, we're down to two guys. It, it's, it's, somebody, somebody it's, can, flat, it's flat or Otani. So, somebody can still get hot mm. over the last two months, but that's the way it kind of appears. And Tatis got hurt. Mm-hmm. He was number three on the board yeah. with 31 home runs. So, how, how you can't really, unless you're going to you know, buy some on. Vlad, which, by the way, this has been on the board now at William Hill and Westgate the entire year, so they're allowing you to make more bets on this kind of stuff. So you can hedge if you would like. But what happens if a, you know, Pete Alonso's been hot lately? What if he hits 10 this yeah. month and he gets involved? Or, you know, Matt Olson for the A's. Devers all of a sudden warms up. And if you, if you hedge on the wrong guy, then you could just you lose both, both bets.
you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 